What would you say if I told you that you could easily have 85 to 100 dads volunteering at your local school taking turns to be there on a daily basis? Well, we're going to talk about how to do that, and we will also have some great guests today. We will have New Mexico School Counselor of the Year, Vicki Price, and to teach us how to go from peanuts to power, we will have author Charles Walker with us. So stick around and join us on Watchdogs Radio. From the Watchdogs Radio Studio in Atlanta, Georgia, and the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas, you are listening to Watchdogs Radio. Watchdogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center of Fathering. For more information, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. And now, here's the host of Watchdogs Radio, Keith Shoemaker. It is a great day to be a dad. Well, welcome to Watch Dogs Radio. I'm your host, Keith Shoemaker. I'm coming to you from the Watch Dogs Radio studio in Atlanta, Georgia, and I will be joined here shortly by my good friend Chris Dannenauer at the Watch Dogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas. We have had a great time. We're very, very busy in Watch Dogs, but for our regular listeners, yes, we have had a little bit of a hiatus. Our last uh, episode was posted on October the 3rd, and I uh, think if you listen to that episode, you will be able to tell we had some relatively uh, challenging technical issues, and we hopefully have gotten those taken care of. We are currently not going to be continuing with the live version because we want to give you a little bit of a more quality presentation to be able to uh, sit back, do some editing, and be able to get a more quality product out to you. We do know that most of our listeners listen to us in podcast, and we appreciate that. We know that you may be at work or you may be uh, on your way to work listening to us on your phone, and we are very, very happy to be here for you. If you are a new listener to Watch Dogs Radio, we'd like to welcome you. And what we are talking about is the Dads of Great Students program. We are a national program that is currently being used in nearly 5,000 schools nationwide to engage fathers in their children's education. And the simple way of doing that is we don't ask for much. We're asking them to volunteer one day a year. But our program teaches the schools how to utilize those guys in a manner that they will appreciate what they've done, understand that they've made a positive impact on their school and their community, and in a lot of cases, we'll get them back. So you may have a guy that it may have not set foot even in a building since he graduated or otherwise left. And we want to make sure that they are there to support their kids. Because the simple fact of the matter is, if a father is trying to support their child's education based on their memory of their education, they're probably way off base. Today's education is very interactive. It's very dynamic. The technology that is used and the effort that our teachers put into the classroom is far, far above Uh, what we remember in education. So we want to give parents the opportunity to understand what today's education is like so that they can support our kids. Because if you remember, the parents are actually the first teachers. So we want to make good, strong connections between the home and the school to make sure we support our kids. And one of the greatest things about Watchdogs Radio is that we are able to uh, connect across the country with 
folks that are uh, using the Watchdogs program, and, and probably one of the greatest things is my opportunity to connect with my boss. And uh, I would like to welcome once again to Watchdogs Radio the executive director and one of the original founding Watchdogs, Mr. Eric Snow. Welcome to Watchdogs Radio. How you doing, my friend? <laughs> Great, Keith. It's awesome to be able to, as you said, connect with you and and kind of share some of our end of the year successes. Uh, we've had a great year for Watchdogs again, and and I'm glad that uh, we're able to talk to the listeners about that. Absolutely, and uh, also joining us, as I promised earlier in uh, in my little monologue, I want to welcome uh, Mr. Chris Dannenauer, our senior program developer, also at the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale. Chris, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, Keith. Thank you for having us on. Uh, looking forward to this session. Well, exactly. And, you know, we've had a little bit of a hiatus, and we want to get this thing going. We've had a couple of people ask, you know, what happened to Watchdogs Radio? And uh, the simple fact of the matter is we had some technical difficulties. We wanted to take a little break and get things uh, fired up again. And, and uh, we're ready to run this podcast again, and uh, we're going to take this thing uh Screaming with our hair on fire into the new year, those of us that still have hair anyway. But, uh, <laughs> Eric, uh, I know uh, you and I have been uh, kind of uh, jet-setting around the country, and uh, we have some great interviews on today's show. Uh, Eric, where, have, uh, where are you coming back from? I know you've, uh, you've been to a few places, and uh, I'm sure you probably keep your bag packed all the time. Well, it seemed like it. Uh, absolutely. November was a busy month. Um, I was in Texas and then California and Missouri and North Carolina Michigan, Alabama, uh, Washington State, and all of those um, were school counselor conferences, so those kind of group in together. And then last week, um, on the 4th, I was in Kentucky at a school board association conference. So we've had a great year. We've done a number of conferences around the country, a a number of school conferences, uh, PTA conferences, elementary school principal conferences, school counselors, of course. And it's just been great that, you know, they're wanting just to come and talk about the Watchdog program. We're growing like crazy. We just uh, topped 5,000 schools nationally. So if we had a drum roll, this would be the time for that to to happen with a big symbol. There you go. Thanks, Chris. And, uh, you know, so it's been great. I mean, we're like at 5,021 schools, and there's another. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, 300, I think, and 50 that are in the process of launching for the very first time. And uh, it's just phenomenal. I mean, this year it's we're great. on track to have over half a million men volunteer at least one day through the program. That's amazing. You know, and of course, myself, you know, I've been in uh, Montana, which was where I tried to host our last Watchdogs radio episode from, and it uh, didn't, unfortunately didn't fare too well because of some of our technical issues. But, uh, you know, since then, I've been in South Carolina and Myrtle Beach for the South Carolina Title I Fall Conference, uh, Georgia School Counselors Association, Colorado School Counselors Association, followed uh, immediately by New Mexico School Counselors. It just there's some great opportunities and some great people to, uh, to be out there and meet. But, Eric, I wanted to uh, just talk about the uh, Georgia School Board Association. I just had a chance to be at their state convention, and it's also paired with the Georgia School Superintendents Association. But, you know, the one thing, and Eric, I think you'll kind of uh, echo this with me, is, you know, I had people come up. We actually had a booth at the at the GSBA, and I had people come up, and they were like, you know, hey, uh, what are you doing? You know, family engagement is our top priority, and parent engagement is our top priority. And I said, great. What are you doing to specifically target fathers? And they kind of have that deer-in-the-headlight look, and they're like, what do you mean? We're doing family engagement. Well, we got about 50% of the folks here that we can get out there and get. So 
um, it was great to be able to say, hey, we got something for you. We got something that's that's great. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. We got a car that's been running for 16 years at top performance. And, and it's just uh, amazing to be able to bring that to schools. And, uh, and Eric, you and I are both going to be in our states that we live in, pushing watchdogs through the, uh, the local PTA and letting schools understand that it isn't hard. And, and, and like I always say, if you want somebody to answer the phone, you just got to dial the right phone number. Isn't that right? <laughs> that is true. And, and you know, schools do a great job of inviting parents to come in. And we know that a number of the administrators and are really looking for ways to increase parental involvement. PTA has been a wonderful partner uh, with us in that, and, and they've been very gracious uh, with their support. You, you referenced your uh, involvement in Georgia. I know you sit um, on the board of managers and also head up a committee there for male engagement. I do the same for Kansas PTA, and, and I was uh, honored enough to uh, to be appointed to the National PTA uh, membership committee as well. And, and and you know PTA knows this. They say this. You know that schools do a great job inviting parents, but it's almost still always the moms that show up and accept mm-hmm. that invitation. And it's not that the dads don't want to go. It's not that the dads don't care. It's not that at all. It's just that you know society has sort of ingrained that in us that when school invites parents, that's mom's domain. And you know that might have been okay. You know, 50 years ago when most of the moms uh, stayed home, and that's changed a lot. And I think 73 or 75% of the uh, moms work outside the home as well now. So most homes mm-hmm. are, are two-income earners, and, um, you know, that's great. But uh, what that means is there's a role for dad in school as well. And so we figured out through the Watchdogs program, you have to invite those men specifically so they know you're talking to them. And that's really the key to it. We've got a really great plug-and-play program that messages to those men, allows the schools to, like you said, not reinvent the wheel, just do something that works. Our average Watchdog school uh, this year has 85 men that are volunteering at least one day. And you think about that, 85 men, average watchdog school. We've got a number of schools that have 35 to 50 guys that volunteer full day, and we have a number of schools that have over 200. But 85 is a great average. We, matter of fact, today we received a email from a principal in California, and they had their launch event last night. And she sent us a, a glowing email about having all these men and how emotional it was to have them come in and to see them really standing in line at the calendar to volunteer a day. And she sent us a photo, mm-hmm. and this room was packed. I mean, there was probably close to 300 dads and kids there. And, you know, that's happened thousands of times this fall. I mean, with with 5,000 schools, every one of those schools launched this fall, either launched for the first time or relaunched from previous years. And that's phenomenal. That's powerful. So we're definitely on to something. Well, thank you, Eric, and I appreciate that. I do want to get to our interview. I had the opportunity to visit the New Mexico School Counselors Association and their annual conference uh, this past month. And uh, on the morning that I was there, they announced the New Mexico School Counselor of the Year, and uh, I had the opportunity to meet Vicki Price. And I had a quick chance to talk to her, so uh, let's listen to that interview. It's a lot of fun. Well, hello, and this is Keith Shoemaker. We are continuing our nationwide road trip, and today I am in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Sometimes i got to think for a minute about where I am because we've been uh, moving around so so much. Uh, yesterday I was up in Colorado Springs, Colorado for the uh, Colorado School Counselors Association, and uh, I am now in Albuquerque, and I have the honor of meeting uh, Miss Vicki Price, who has just been selected as the New Mexico School Counselor of the Year and will be going on to compete for National School Counselor of the Year, so we wish 
wish you luck in that. And uh, welcome to Watchdogs Radio, Vicki. Thank you very much. Well, well, tell us a little bit. Now, I understand your school is a watchdog school, so tell us a little bit about your school and how watchdogs might have helped you gain this honor. I work at Desert Ridge Middle School. Um, we have about a 1,000 students there. We have a very active parent population, mm-hmm. and now with watchdogs, we have dads helping us more, okay. which is awesome. They actually help a lot with the security at our school and with um, traffic, just about everything we we need. They also help with manning lunch times and supervising different events we have in the school. Okay, now is the you being in a middle school, are the feeder schools also watchdogs programs? Are they are the guys growing up into your school or are you a, a watchdogs program or are you quite sure? <laughs> My understanding is we're one of the first schools in our area to okay. get it, but I know that it's expanding to our feeder schools now and our high school is actually looking at getting it as well. Okay, and what uh, what district is that? What what area of New Mexico? It's in Albuquerque so we're part of Albuquerque Public Schools. We're up in the Northeast Heights, so we're in La, La Cueva a cluster area. Okay. Now, do you have any, uh, and I'm going to put you on the spot here, do you have any specific watchdog sco- stories where you've seen a, a father actually uh, be able to lead maybe a student that wasn't his own or maybe uh, reach out to somebody? Is there anything? I know it's a new program, so um, do you have anything in particular that comes to mind? Actually, there is one of, um, well, two of our dads kind of stick out for me. One of the watchdogs, he does our crosswalk in the morning for us, which is a really high traffic area, but he's always out there. All the kids know his name. They, they know he's He's a safe person to go to. He greets all the staff as they come in. So he's he's really a fixture at our school, which I think the kids really love. Another one of our dads, he actually serves on our instructional council. So he helps make policy for the school. He sits as a parent volunteer. So he impacts the kids indirectly by helping us make good policies. Well, great. So, And I'm sure you're seeing other dads jump on board as they and in that's the way watchdogs grows it's a it's a networking thing the guys you know realize how easy it is to just volunteer for a day uh, tell us about some other things that you're doing i mean i know you're obviously doing some great work being uh, new mexico school counselor of the year some of the other things that are going on and and maybe has watchdogs affected the bullying in your school i do think that um, it has reduced the amount of bullying in our school. We don't have very many incidents of bullying. We, we do bullying prevention programs, but certainly our parent volunteers and watchdogs specifically really support us in that. And they volunteer at any events that we have for the community in relationship to bullying. Well, great. Well, once again, this is Vicki Price, and I'm going to let you tell me the school, the district. Again, we want to give everybody credit. My school is Desert Ridge Middle School, and we are in Albuquerque um, Public Schools. The principal at our school is Troy Hughes. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Vicki. I appreciate your time. You're welcome. Thank you. And with that, we will be heading into our mid-show break on Watchdogs Radio. Join us after the break where we will hear from former state senator Charles Walker, and he will teach us how to get from peanuts to power. Stay with us on Watchdogs Radio. my day is really like at school? Now you can find out. You can be a watchdog for a day at my school. DOG stands for Dads are Great Students. Watchdogs are great. They greet me and my friends at the door in the morning and spend time with us in our classrooms. At lunch, at recess, and at the end of the day, they make sure we go safe. I know my education is important to you, and I would be so proud if you could come. Madison's dad has already volunteered, and he is coming back again soon. I love you, Dad. Go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Don't you just love cheering your kids on? There's nothing like watching your kid outperform the others and bring home the hardware for the team. 
and if they're really good, that athletic ability just might carry them through college. But let's be real. It's their education that's going to feed your grandkids. Wouldn't it be great if you could cheer them on in the classroom just like you cheer them on in the field? Well, now you can. The Dads of Great Students program, commonly known as Watchdogs, is available in over 4,600 schools nationwide, and many of those schools are right here in the metro area. For as little as just one day per school year, dads can prove to their kids that their education is important too. Call your school to see if a Watchdogs program is available. If not, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs to learn more. Hey guys, the PTA has a message for you. Man up! That's right, it's not your mother's PTA anymore. As times change, so do family structures. Across the country, more men are getting involved in their child's education. With PTA-sponsored programs such as Watchdogs, All Pro Dads, and Strong Fathers, Strong Families, all you have to do is show up. We need a few good men, just like you. Build your child's tomorrow in today's PTA. Go to pta.org to join. And we are back. And as I've mentioned several times, one of the best things about being a part of the Watchdogs program is a chance to travel around the country and meet some great people. And uh, just this past couple of weeks, I had a chance to meet an author that had been uh, brought into a uh, conference, the Georgia School Board Association conference. I got a chance to meet Charles Walker. Now, Charles Walker is a former state senator. He uh, will tell us a story and uh, tell about how he went from peanuts power. So sit back and let's enjoy this interview with Charles Walker. And we are back with Watchdogs Radio. This is Keith Shoemaker, and uh, we are at the Georgia School Board Association Conference, uh, which is being held in Marietta, Georgia. It's a great conference. It's a real good opportunity to uh, get a chance to meet the, the true leaders in the state. The school board members, the superintendents from all across the state of Georgia are here, and uh, they're, uh, they're meeting, and we're having a chance to talk to them. And one of the great things, uh, one of the local uh, bookstores brings in uh, authors, and, uh, and I want to give him a plug. Books for Less, okay, and I believe that that's up in uh, Buford, isn't it? They, they bring in some authors, and I had a chance to meet Charles Walker, who is the author of From Peanuts to Power. I can say Senator Walker, who's a, a former uh, Georgia State Senator, and, uh, and it's a great chance to meet you. How about tell us a little bit about your book and, and a little bit about the message that you're trying to uh, bring out. The book, From Peanuts to Power, is a uh, chronicling my life from starting out in business in Burke County, Georgia, selling peanuts at 10 cents a bag. And we were able to take that business, and in the book we talk about how we did it. You know, sometimes we, we look at the end results, but we forget about the foundation, that that how you got started. So people always ask me the question, so, well, how do you get started? Well, you know, you start from wherever you are. In my case, I was uh, one of 14 children. My father and mother, we were sharecroppers. And uh, we, we left the rural area, and we moved to Augusta, Georgia, where my father was bitten by a black widow spider, and our fortunes just turned sour. So I had to do something. So I started selling peanuts. And uh, from that peanut business, which was 10 cents a bag, and I love to tell the story because I was able to turn that uh, product, peanuts, 
into a $20 million operation wow. for the last 40 years. Mm-hmm. So when people ask me, say, well, how are you guys starting? Well, you start from where you are. Uh, I never did think that at the time I started the peanut business that I would end up uh, running a temporary uh, employment agency that, that employs over 800 people. I never thought about that. I simply was trying to make a living, mm-hmm. trying to make ends meet. So my message is very simple. Regardless of where you're born, it does not determine your destination in life. You can be the son of a sharecropper. You can start out selling peanuts for 10 cents a bag. Or you can become a multimillionaire. All you have to do is get into the fight and stay with it. Mm-hmm. You have to get a good education. Education is the, is the, is the natural equalizer in our society. So that's what my book is all about, from Peanuts to Power. It tells how you get it done. I happen to believe that nobody should finish high school in Georgia unless they understand the New York Stock Exchange. Mm-hmm. Uh, 70% of all the wealth in this country is obtained or maintained in the New York Stock Exchange. So if you're not in the stock market, you're not making any money, and you don't have a chance. My goal for the book is to have it in every public school in the country. Wow. Now, you might say, that's a big ambition. So be it. You got to start somewhere, right? Start somewhere. So my first thing I have to do is get it in one school system, and then it will multiply over time. Books do not spoil, Mm -hmm. and they don't become outdated. A book is a book is a book. And if it takes me three to five years to do it, I'm going to do it. Right. Because that's what I think I should do. Right. Because I need to share my message with the world. Well, that's great. And, and, and of course, I'm thinking, I'm going to tie this back to Watchdogs in our organization. You know, we started in one school, George Elementary School, Springdale, Arkansas. One dad decided this was a great idea. Now, two million men later, in nearly 5,000 schools in 46 states, and we're still rolling. So, Did you have thought that in the beginning? Absolutely not. I got involved, personally, I got involved in the program. We only had about 1,500 schools. So we have multiplied that, and it's just, just exactly like you said. I love the, 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 the segue here is you got to start somewhere. And, and one of the things that I say is if you don't, um, and, and this goes back to a Zig Ziglar quote, is if you aim at nothing, you'll hit it every time. That's exactly right. And, and that's a great thing. So as we're here in this educational conference, what is a message as a former state senator that you have for the students of Georgia to, to look to the future? Well, my message is very simple, that when people tell you you can't, I say you can. When people say what you won't do, I say you can do. The point is you need to understand that you cannot allow others to downsize your dreams. If, if, if people don't take away anything else, don't let other people tell you what you cannot do. When I was in high school, my high school counselor told me, and she was a sweet woman, she meant well, but she told me that I was not college material. Now, I don't know how many other people she told that, but that was very devastating to me. Absolutely. Had I paid her any attention, I would have never gone into the Navy, because she tried to send me to the Army, I would have never gone into the Navy. I went into the Navy, and I traveled four of the seven seas. I've been around the world twice. But that negative that she gave me could have stunted my opportunities in life. But I took 
that that negative decision by her to turn it into a motivating tool for me. Wow, that's amazing. Well, once again, we are with uh, Charles Walker, uh, former state senator in the state of Georgia here. Currently, uh, you're touring to promote your book, From Peanuts to Power. And uh, we now, if somebody wanted to learn about the book, how would they go about, uh, is there a web page or where, how would they learn about the book? CharlesWalkerInc.com. Okay. And you can get a copy of the book and read some excerpts from the book. Okay, great. CharlesWalkerInc.com. Well, check it out, and uh, we will be back with Watch Dogs Radio. This is Keith Shoemaker at the Georgia School Board Association and the Georgia School Superintendents Conference. Well, it's great to get that insight from Senator Walker. You know, I want to get back to Chris in our conversation from the Watch Dogs National Office in Springdale. When you look at the impact that these guys have, and each one of those guys has their own specific take, their own specific impact. You know, we have thousands of stories. And, and Chris, I know um, you're kind of the uh, receiver of a lot of these stories, a lot of these phone calls that come into the Watchdogs National Office back there where it all began in Springdale, Arkansas. I mean, it's just amazing the stories that we get from the guys and from the principals and from the even the moms. You know, we have single moms that call in and say, you know, hey, there was a dad there for my kid just to be a positive role model for my kid. And it's just amazing the stories that we get. Chris, I, I know you, uh, you field a lot of phone calls there, and I know you've been talking to a lot of folks, uh, getting those uh, updates. You got anything uh, interesting for us today? Sometimes being here in this position for a long time, sometimes like any job, it becomes mundane. And I try to not, I try to lose that side of it because when these schools call in, Watchdogs is new, it is fresh, and, and it's exciting. And hearing those stories motivate me and remind me how important our job is and, and why we do what we do. And so just hearing those stories again, hey, we had our, our launch event. And I don't know if Keith, if you received an email from Frank today, I know he's still to Eric and I, there was a launch event at a school recently and it was packed Mm -hmm. with dads and kids i mean it was like standing room only and so that just shows me hey we just need to continue what we're doing Mm -hmm. and it's it's not uncommon that you have that kind of response and one of the things that i said in our hook when we opened up the show is that if you are interested in 85 to 100 dads on the average volunteering in your local school. There's a simple way to do it. And we want to provide you the training to be able to make that happen. In order to do that, we have two ways of doing that. If you are having a a conference, a statewide meeting, a regional meeting, give us a call. And I'll give you that number here is uh, 888-540-DOGS. That's 888-540-DOGS. Three six four seven. The the uh, five four zero is the only numbers you really got to remember if you got that eight 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 and the dogs after it. So it's eight 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 five four zero dogs. Give us a call and we'll talk about that. We can either schedule a workshop to come out and train you at the local level. We want to make sure we got you know plenty of people there to make the trip worthwhile for us. But we want to make sure that we have the ability to give that training. But we also provide. I believe we're doing it about five times a week now twice on Tuesdays, once on Wednesdays, and another two times on Thursdays, the uh, Watchdog 7 Steps to Success conference call. And Chris runs that for us. And it's it's very easy to just schedule that. Go to our webpage, which is fathers.com slash watchdogs, and you can schedule that. And of course, this is just a learning opportunity to learn about the program. There's no obligation in uh, when you participate in the training. It's just getting the information, getting the training, and then you can get together with your administration and decide if this is something that you want to bring to your school. And as I always say, the only schools that are not running a Watchdogs program are the ones that don't know enough about us. 
So if you are uh, interested in uh, in doing that, creating some amazing and phenomenal parent engagement that engages both sides of the house, give us a call and talk to Chris, and, and we'll get that set up for you. So I'm Keith Shoemaker coming to you from the Watchdogs Radio Studio in Atlanta, Georgia. And as uh, we have heard earlier, we are uh, very privileged to be joined by two great guys, uh, to me, some of the most phenomenal men in America. That is one, uh, the Watchdogs Executive Director, Mr. Eric Snow at the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale. And on the other side of the wall out there is uh, our Senior Program developer, Mr. Chris Dannenauer, who is also at the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas. You know, a lot of people don't realize that originally Watchdogs stood for Dads of George students at George Elementary School in Springdale, Arkansas, which is back where it all began 16 years and about two and a half million men ago. But that was that was great when Eric and Jim Moore uh, had the vision to put this thing together and work together with administrators, with the uh, superintendent and the uh, principal there at George Elementary, the superintendent of Springdale Schools, and really just took this thing off. So, Eric, we're going to be closing out here. Is there uh, is there anything, Chris, Eric, you guys want to throw anything out there, uh, final thoughts as we move into the new year? Well, just thanking everyone in all the schools, 46 states. Maybe it's 47. Chris, did we add Alaska? I think uh, we I have. We're now in all right. That's right. We're going to have to get used to saying that. We've been uh, we've been high center on 46 for a while, so I'm going to have to get used to saying the 47. But in, in all the states, for just bringing this program on and you know really uh, having faith that it'll work like we demonstrate and like we uh, say that it will. And it's not easy. Anything great is worth working for and, and take some effort. And, you know, the, the educators and the parents that come together to create a watchdogs program for their school, it pays huge dividends. And, and it's not just the dads, again, the moms do a lot of the heavy lifting still. And so when we talk about watchdogs, we're not singling out the guys because what they have to offer is better than what the moms have to offer. It's not. It's, you know, what the moms have to offer is great. What they've been doing and they're going to continue to do is outstanding. It's just right now, men in education are missing. And so we're using this program to message to them and, and mobilize them and unify them and get them into the schools. And, you know, it's interesting. It's kind of counterintuitive, I think, when we tell most people that it's counterintuitive and most people, rather, when we tell them that uh, over half of the programs in the country, uh, the leadership is provided by a mom. And so mm-hmm. it's, the conferences we do, it's almost always a mom taking it back to her school. And and generally when you launch a watchdog program in your school and you get these men coming in, uh, it really inspires the moms, too, to, that haven't been volunteering uh, to come in and, and find some ways to do that. And they do that uh, many times through their, their PTA. So I just wanted to thank everybody. And just one last thing, you know, encourage everyone to go to our website. I know you mentioned this, fathers.com forward slash watchdogs. And when they sign up for that training call, right next to that, they should sign up on our Facebook page. We have a really great Facebook page. And I... I say that with no false humility because what makes it great is the fact Hmm. that it's a page where the watchdog schools can get on there and download directly. It's a group. And so, you know, you get to go in there and see. One of the great things, and I know you guys get to do this too, where you go in and authorize people that want to join, and we get to look at their Facebook pages and all these smiling kids' faces with the mm-hmm. parents there. And, and then they post up photos of their launch events and the dads coming in. It's just a great thing to really see it in action. So I would just encourage everybody to go there. But just want to thank everybody for another great year. and. We believe that 2016 is going to be even better. Yeah, a lot of lot of great things coming up with Watchdogs and Eric. I know that on the Facebook page, you know, the one thing that I love to say is that we, yeah, we manage it, but we don't run it. 
And that's the great <laughs> thing is that somebody will ask a question, and, and even though we know the answer, we're going to sit back and we're going to watch and see how that's the group right. responds and that's let wonderful. them answer it because it means so much more coming from a peer, from a, from a guy that's taking a day off from that guy out there in Oklahoma or Tennessee or Texas, Kentucky, whatever of the 47 states, now Alaska, that's going to answer that question for them. You know, if they get off base, yeah, we'll bring them back on track. But most of the time, it's just great to sit back and watch the conversation between the guys and the women, too. And it's just amazing that, that we can see that. And we've got, I think we're somewhere, I don't know the number currently, I think we're around 4,000 people that are uh, active in that p- Facebook page, but we've got room for a million more. So that's we're right. very happy pretty to close that. To 4,000, you're right. Yeah. And then, of course, if you want to go back and listen to older editions of Watch Dogs Radio, you can go to, uh, we have a URL set aside specifically for that is watchdogsradio.com, which will take you to our uh, our blog talk page, and you can back, go back and listen to the other 158 podcasts wow. that, uh, that we have posted. So uh, we're having fun. Where has the time Love gone? No kidding, no kidding. So, uh, well, Eric and Chris, thanks for joining me. We're going to get this uh, edited and posted up, get ready to, like I say, go streaming with our hair on fire into the wonderful, prosperous new year. So, thanks a lot for joining us. Remember, the only schools that don't have a Watchdogs program are the ones that just don't know enough about us. Thank you for joining us in another edition of Watchdogs Radio. Watchdogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center for Fathering. For more information on the Watchdogs program and how to bring this great program to your school, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Remember, the only schools that don't have a Watchdogs program are the ones that just don't know enough about us. And now for Eric and Chris and the staff at the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, this is Keith Shoemaker. Be sure to join us next week. Have a great week.